Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, the home of the Cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together we're here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. We'll tell you more about them in just a bit. We're going to talk football and basketball recruiting. No, this isn't a replay of the last edition of the show. These are the topics of the day because camp's opening up. We didn't get to everything I wanted to talk about from media day and open practice. So we're going to touch on a few more things, including some Eddie Grant comments that I thought were really, uh, really great. And then uh, there's been some basketball uh, recruiting news that we hadn't got to touch on and uh, Emmanuel quickly has been impressing some people when he did a when he's visiting his home in in the Maryland Baltimore area. Um, but let's start uh, with some more football, uh, Kyle. And I don't know if you got to see Eddie Grant's comments, but I thought he was like the winner of Media Day. A he told everybody to put on their grown man pants, which was funny to me. Like the reporters? No, he was talking to <laughs> he was talking about his wide receivers mainly. Nah. but it was just funny because yeah, they need some grown man pants in the receiver room. I think that it's pretty accurate, too, in the sense that uh, they need some guys to step up. Uh, I think he pointed out uh, Cleavan Thomas specifically, and I think the other one was Epps, but he was, I think he was basically talking everybody besides um, Lynn Bowden. <laughs> it's, time, it's time to go. Uh, we mentioned uh, the injury on the last podcast about how um, there was, um, the, in the wide receiver core, Isaiah Epps didn't practice, um, but it and it was still undetermined what's going on there. But other than that, you know, you have the Bryce Oliver, you have Ahmad Wagner, and not surprisingly, Ahmad Wagner looks utterly ridiculous. Like he is just so big, it is crazy. And I hope I didn't. No, I didn't tell it on the podcast. This was on another show. But there was a funny moment. Um, they were wide receivers were messing with each other, talking to a reporter. I think it was actually T.J. Beisner. I'm not 100 percent sure. And they were like, I'm the best basketball player. I'm the best basketball player. And all of a sudden, Amon Wagner just, like, <laughs> just, just popped his head in and goes, I ha- I play Division One basketball. And then they're like, all right, all right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're the, yep, okay, fine. <laughs> and, then, and then it immediately flipped to, I'm the second best basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is really funny. I would like to see that video. Um, the, uh, yeah, Ahmad Wagner, I think, wins that competition every time. He is, like, to me, he's one of the most interesting players on the team um, because we, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, he had the uncanny ability every time they put him in there and threw to him last year to draw a pass interference penalty, basically boxing guys out. And I think he, you know, as he develops a little bit and gets more into the swing of being a football player now, uh, he's a huge target, great vertical Great hands, great body positioning, body control, all those things that you learn being a basketball player. It, to me, if you're looking for not not necessarily like he's here's their second best receiver, but like an option in the red zone, an option as a possession receiver when you need eight, you know, tough yards in the passing game, a guy who have sure hands and maybe break a tackle, whatever, uh, or draw a penalty. Ahmad Wagner could be that guy. I, I, he's a super. It, to, for a guy who doesn't cover football every day now, uh, just kind of watching and paying attention, he's one of the most compelling guys on the team to me. The other uh, thing that uh, I thought Grand talked about, and you know, this is a name that when you throw around, it kind of means something in my estimation. He compared uh, freshman Travis Tisdale to Boom Williams. He said he had Boom Williams type speed. 
Um, the, he said the, the staff, I think the multiple guys have said this, that he ran, they clocked him at a 4 3 2 40 time. And Grant pointed out that was it was with a laser. It wasn't like a hand done one. So he has a legit speed. And I think there was confirmation of his legit speed and the, and also confirmation that they wanted to get him on the field because he was um, on the punt return team in the open practice, and he is clearly not 100% comfortable. He obviously is just a freshman. I don't know if he did it in high school or not, but he dropped two or three, um, and when when they, when they he did catch him, it wasn't clean, so that's something that he needs to work on, but I think that that's evidence that you want to get him on the field, and having a dude that fast, <laughs> I think yeah. you want to get him anytime you can. Yeah, and like I saw a picture of him from media day. He looks, I mean, he's small in stature, but he looks put together. Like he, he looks, I mean, it's like Boom Williams. If you looked at Boom Williams, like you'd say, like if you just, if you just read his measurements, you'd say like little guy. And, and technically, yes. But then if you saw the dude standing there, he's was jacked. Um, you know, a lot of explosive, um, you know, power packed into that little body it looks it seems to me like this dude is is kind of similar mark stoops went out of his way to point him out when i was doing the uh kentucky football state of the program for the athletic Mm kind of going position by position he without me asking like threw his name out there and said like that was he ran one of the fastest 40 times we've ever seen around here like he's he's a burner um you wouldn't think a freshman would really be able to crack the lineup in a group that's pretty stacked they, you know, with three other guys that are have been here that they feel really good about, but a, you know, if you got a home run hitter, and especially in you're in a, you're in an offense where you go, we don't even know who our number two receiver is. Uh, you find you find a way to get a guy like that some some snaps, and maybe it's maybe they put him in the slot. Like I mean, yeah. you know, if you're looking for, you put him and and uh, and Lynn in the in you know on either side of the field in the slot, and just see what happens. Yeah, I don't think that that's definitely an option. And, uh, you know, when you're looking for guys to catch the ball, I think that that's something um, that uh, Grand pointed out, the fact that, you know, the the passing game is is obviously going to be something where they're going to focus on Lynn Bowden. And I think a lot of teams were focusing on Bowden uh, last year as well. But there were still opportunities missed. And Grand said that last year they missed – 30 bubble screen throws, bubble passes. I don't necessarily know all of them were, were screens necessarily, but that was 30 times. He didn't elaborate in to kind of go into if that was, you know, drops, overthrows, whatever, but the connection didn't happen. And he said, can you imagine if we had 15 more opportunities for Bowden to break out in that? Yeah, I was going to say, if you hit half of those. Exactly. That's you know, exactly what he said. Because, you know, sometimes those are going to get blown up and you get no gain. Sometimes you know you're they take a while to develop and they get five yards, but they they are designed to you know every handful of times give you a home run opportunity. And yeah, I would think with a guy like Bowden, you would you would absolutely um, like your chances in that situation. By the way, just flipping it back on the uh, best basketball player discussion, I have here Ahmad <laughs> uh, Wagner's college basketball reference page pulled up. The dude's played in 96 games on a Big Ten basketball team. Pretty good one. Started 25, and his per 40 averages in three years of college basketball were 10.4 points and 8.8 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and 1.5 steals. So he was like a legitimate college basketball player. <laughs> Six seven dude. I think he would destroy his wide receiver <laughs> uh, <laughs> colleagues 
if he got out there and played uh, basketball with him. So you're starting the rumor right now that John Calipari, after football wraps up, he needs to recruit him to get some some low post depth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, he's six like he's like six seven two thirty, and they are a little light in the paint. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. New Year's Day Bowl again, but uh, you know that's when you think that the bowl kind of like I'm say, drawing a deadline right there. You so know what's crazy? After like, the first of the year, John Calipari knocks on the football <laughs> facilities door. Hey, Mod, uh, you got you wanna? That would be a great story. <laughs> I would be very much into that story if a dude walked <laughs> off of the. Although I don't know, yeah, I don't know if he could play because he played he? three years of basketball. He played last year a year of football. Now you can, and then another I, year of football. I, well, unless the rules change, I remember rumors and. Uh, potential like um, well the two that come to my mind Chuck Hayes and Ravi Moss there was a rumor that circulated this is before your time that Ravi Moss after he graduated from basketball was going to do a fifth year as a football player that never came to fruition but it was it was the way it was laid out is it was possible yeah but I'm just trying to figure out maybe I don't know the math is weird because he played three years of basketball then two years of football and then well, he then come back and play last another year, year would technically be a red shirt for basketball, basketball year. I don't know yeah maybe but I was trying to look up his basketball recruiting profile, and I—it's weird. He's—he's he's in a basketball jersey in this photo on two four seven, but he's ranked as a football player. And I—I I didn't remember this. He was a four star recruit as a football player. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I remember UK football wanted him like this. I remember the the oh my gosh, which sports he gonna play? And then the UK. I don't know. I mean, we obviously don't get direct comment from the staff on every player, but I, you know they were they were disappointed that he chose basketball ultimately. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, it's uh, I can't even find his basketball recruiting, but pretty wild. All right, let's take a quick break, and then after that, well, I want to talk touch on the secondary a little bit, and then we'll talk about the U.S. national team. But before that, let me tell you about Grassroots Pharmacy, which is locally owned, independent pharmacy, looking to change our idea of what a pharmacy is supposed to be. They place a strong focus on nutrition, supplementation, and alternative therapies like CBD oil. Their pharmacists know there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. They take the time to get to know you, explain your medication, and answer questions you may have. They accept most insurance plans, including Medicare. They're located at 2304 Sir Barton Way in the Hamburg Pavilion. It's the four-way stop next to the Best Buy on the parking lot side of the Regal Cinema. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can check out grassrootspharmacy.com or give them a call, 859-263-1382. That's grassrootspharmacy.com, and it looks like Kyle wants to say something. Yes, don't forget, they also now carry my other friend's products, Wild Health CBD Oil. Uh, Awesome stuff. My wife uses it. It's been a big help with all of her uh, health issues they don't have right now. The company doesn't, I don't think, but they will soon have their sleep formula. And I know Lindsay, uh, who his wife, he and his wife, uh, run grassroots. He, uh, got a sample of the sleep formula and he said he slept the best he slept in ages, like a baby. Uh, the stuff is really good and they'll have that soon. Uh, they have that wild health. You can, uh, check it out on their website, but also now carried in store. I think it's the only brick and mortar store in certainly in Hamburg carrying, uh, Wild Health CBD, and you can use my uh, online promo code. They'll honor it in the store, Kyle10, Kyle10 for Wild Health CBD. Check out grassrootspharmacy.com. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. 
So everyone's concerned about the secondary. We've been talking about it a ton, and I just wanted to to talk again about uh, Moses Douglas. I think a lot of people call him Mo. Mo's a pretty good secondary player name, and uh, he's just a character, man. Kyle, I mean, you—I don't think you've gotten to talk to him at I'm all. Not. Well, let me describe to you. <laughs> I like that his name is Moses. I think yeah. should stick no nicknames, just oh. Moses. Moses is a great name. Yeah, biblical. If I had it to do over again, I might name my kid Moses. It's pretty cool. <laughs> So on media day, he was there and he's wearing these like these glasses. And I think they're, I don't, I don't, tortoise shell. I don't think they were actual tortoise shell, but that design. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody makes glasses out of actual tortoise shell. Well, originally they did, right? I think that's just a style. I think it's just a pattern. Okay. Well, well, either way, I don't know. I'm not a glasses. (laughs) I don't know the history. Take this turtles back and make some glass frames. I thought the concave. Of the shell would be conducive to. Uh, I don't think. Maybe. 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 Anyway, yeah. Moses has on some tortoise shell glasses. Yes, and then he has these earrings that you know how in a like a cartoon dog that's mean and they always put like the spiked collar. Yeah, that's what these this these earrings look like. like but they were really small, like the Road Warrior spikes. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> they were really small, and like he's just. He kind of seems a little bit, and I don't like. I don't want to like pigeonhole him, and he's like out there a little, like a, little, oh, a flashy kind of guy, little Willie Cauley Stein esque in the sense that he kind of has just got his own style, like and and you know I think he's going to be a, a fun personality to follow, and obviously if you're a fun personality, that doesn't mean a whole lot unless you can play on the field. Well, in the open practice, he was already running with the twos. That's not super surprising considering he came early. And their depth issues. Both factor into that, I think, definitely. But I I do think that that, you know, that you can take away that he's probably going to see the field. Oh, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if you got an elite level player and he's, he by all accounts is with a, and his dad has a long NFL mm -hmm. uh, career with that kind of pedigree, uh, and you're as, as depleted as they've become in the secondary, that dude will will almost certainly play. And it's good that I mean, if you if you want to if you have a position where you want a guy to be wearing fashion rim glasses and you know fancy earrings and have a little swag about them, it's the secondary and the wide receiver yeah. group. And they could use you know they we know they got kind of have that guy in Lynn Bowden on offense. You, as long as he can play, you want that. You want your guys on the defense to be that way, I mean, and even maybe more so, because you know it's kind of cliched, but it is true. Like you're going to get beat when you're a defensive back. Yeah. Like even the best are going to get beat. You want a guy that's like, well, that was lucky. I'm about to kill you on this next one. Like that just is has a total self belief, and that's you know if this kid has kind of got some of that naturally, then uh, good for him. If I'm sure if he's been hearing from his dad for 18 years what it takes to be a great player he's probably got an idea yeah and also you know he's been pointed out as a guy who's a hard hitter uh which is obviously valuable at that safety position and you know he's a guy he he look really wants to be coached like that was the thing i got to talk to him for a few minutes and i got the video on my timeline he, like he he knew the i'm sure that obviously uk staff has pitched him on this the history of mark stoops what he's been able to do going all the way back to miami and he's looking forward to those guys like molding him to a certain extent. So a guy who has talent, wants to be coached, has a little swag. It just seems like that's like a perfect combination. And some, you know, hopefully all these things work out for him because it, it just seems like it's a position of need. Um, and 
you know, kind of selfishly, you want to talk to guys that are fun to talk to, and you talk most to the guys that are good on the field, and I feel like that's kind of the pathway he's going down. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm, you know, Cash Daniel's not going to be around forever. In fact, this is it for him. So uh, we need, uh, he's not perishing. (laughs) He's just just last year of college college football, but yeah, you need, you need to replenish the, uh, the good talking fun personalities on, uh, on the team. Um, let's switch up to basketball because we'll get some some former cat news uh, that broke on Monday morning. Chris Haynes uh, tweeted out that De'Aaron Fox has been promoted to the national USA basketball roster, and he said he, that he has a good chance to make the team that's playing in the World Cup. Um, everybody is dropping out of this, um, <laughs> it seems like. Um, so now there are three former Kentucky players on this national roster. And I, I forget exactly how many they have to cut, um, but the way things have been going, I almost feel like Kyle would be a voluntary cutting <laughs> from guys who maybe don't want to go over there. Um, but there's Fox, Adebayo, and Randall are now on this um, this national team roster with seems like they have a really good chance to represent the USA over in China. And like this is, I'm going to take this to the next level uh, Darren Fox is like a monster gaming following, and this could be big for him off the court and like building a brand because if he can go over to China and like establish himself a little bit, because uh, that's there's huge gaming over there as well. This is a, a an unbelievable opportunity for him, young in his career. Yeah, this might be because he's sort of been mired in the anonymity of Sacramento. Yes, this stage could really launch him because i mean he's been this is not new like he's been emerging as one of the best point guards young point guards in the nba uh he just come off a great season i think he's gotten better um you know almost like month by month since he's been in the nba but if he can make this team and go help them you know win a gold medal and and be a big part of it um it could launch him a little bit and you know like let's see he averaged 11.6 points a game as a rookie, and four four and a half assists at seventeen point three points and seven point three assists as a NBA sophomore, um, and I think is due. I talked to Vlade Divac out in uh, Vegas at summer league. I'm glad Vla- uh, did Vlade like was he in mid smoke? Yeah, he was chain smoking <laughs> right there in the arena. But he said like he's the most important player on our team. You know, he's the biggest part of our plans in the future. I mean, that's he's a second year player in the NBA and now albeit the Kings are a disaster but or have been yeah but here's the guy saying you know the the GM saying he's the most important player on our roster as a you know what is he 20 years old still (laughs) is he even 21 yet um so I think De'Aaron Fox is headed for big and for Bam it's a big opportunity Mm -hmm. uh because he's kind of the same way he came out in the same class He's gotten a little better and a little better, and you know ha- he's had some monster games in the NBA, but not been a consistent, necessarily a consistent performer. He's got a chance on this stage to kind of break out. Um, who's the third guy? Julius. Oh, that's right, Julius. Yeah, uh, you know, hell, Julius got a chance maybe just to win over some Knicks fans. You know, go on a national stage and play really well. I mean, he's a guy who's like uh, so underrated because like. And especially in New York, it's like, well, we didn't get one of our big stars that we wanted, so this is a crappy signing. But you could do a lot worse than adding a, you know, what was he, basically a 20 and 10 guy last yeah. year. Um, 
So I don't know. I I think this is actually a pretty big deal for all three of those I guys agree. for different reasons. But for Darren in particular, he I think he has a chance to go over there and like kind of set the world on fire. So uh, actually, Darren is now twenty one. So all, at the tender age of twenty one, he's a budding superstar. Coming up next, we are going to talk manual quickly and basketball recruiting. You are locked on Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So Manuel quickly hops off a plane. I guess I'm guessing he was in DC, maybe DC Baltimore is some kind of. It's like, a DC pro am league. Yeah, goes to the gym, ninety minutes after getting off the plane, and drops twenty six points. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And he looked. There's a picture there. He looks like he's in great shape, and we we could see that in that picture from the the last night of the summer workouts for the UK basketball players, but. You know, we probably need to start talking about Emmanuel quickly a little bit because we really haven't, and I think that's probably a mistake. I think he's going to have a really good year. I've been trying um, to tell you this for a while. Yeah, I think he. I, you know, I think he's going to have a really good year. I, I think it's crazy that like it's cra- Kentucky basketball is crazy for a lot of reasons. One of them being that like nobody's really talking or thinking about a guy who was a McDonald's All American. A six-three put together point guard combo guard who can play on or off the ball. Who during a large he started really cold, but during a large chunk of the season shot at about forty percent from three, and who hit two huge threes in a Sweet Sixteen game. Like has real, actual, meaningful experience. Now he laid an egg in the Auburn game, but I want to want to point something out. The coaching staff was just all over him leading up to that game, like pumping him up. This is your time. You're coming off this big game of the Sweet 16. Like you are going to be the guy that beats Auburn. And they they set they designed things for him. He shot six threes in that game, in a game to go to the Final Four. Now, he only made one, and that is bad. But the good is they were so confident in him, they put him in that position. And now he's kind of got that, you know, he's got the taste of success in the – in the Sweet 16, where he made them, and the, then the and then he's got he goes into the offseason on this bitter with this kind of bitter pill that he, he had a chance to be the hero and he failed. That can be good in the right kind of kid's mind, mm-hmm. and he's the right to me the right kind of kid. If you know about Emmanuel quickly, he's like this ultimate high achiever uh, from a super high achiever you know family, and the, which will be a theme for this team, by the way. You like look at Tyrese Maxey, you know. We've talked about the Johnny Juzang hype train. I mean, the dude comes from a crazy... His dad is this crazy entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. His sister is this superstar, budding little superstar musician. His older brother skipped, skipped a grade. His older brother's at Harvard playing <laughs> basketball and has already founded a company. Um, <laughs> like, high achievers. Yes. And I think Emmanuel quickly is... Not to be slept on because I I think he is, I, and he might not even start. The thing is, like he might not even start, but I think even if he doesn't, he could be like their super sub because he can play point guard and he can play off the ball and he's going to defend. He's in terrific shape. He's going to defend. He's physically mature. So you've got you know these young guns that are coming in, Maxi and Juzang and those guys, but you've got two veteran guys in. Quickly and Hagens, who are physically mature, 
who are much more mentally mature in the second year and who want to harass the crap out of people defensively. And Maxie wants to do that as well, by the way. And you know, we talked to Joel about that. Like he said, I think he said we could start our defense with those three guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maxie, Hagens, and quickly. That would be a suffocating backcourt defensively. Yes. Turn people over, get into transition. You know, that would be very fun to watch. And so anyway, I I don't make too much of this pro am league other than it's kind of cool the the whole like story, the just sort of the the narrative of like step off the plane, throw on your sneakers, drop twenty six on a bunch of grown men in a pro am. That's pretty cool. But he also looked like he was about to transfer to Texas. Yeah, some people freaked out in, in the comments. Like it's like a burnt orange, like summer league jersey, um, and his hair is like wild too. He's got it like in in into little individual braids, but it's like they're so tightly wound that are they twists? Is this? I uh, think I thought I I'm, don't know. We are. I don't now. know. I, we're going down a, a path. I can't. I could not well, name just, these hairstyles. Well, I just know that Darren Fox had. That that look kind of no 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 when not he the was twist doing yeah. his hair I yeah. don't no not the oh well yeah maybe you're talking about the night that he had like, yeah it was all down and like yeah, droopy and looking instead of sticking I'm up. wondering if quickly might come back with Darren Fox hairstyle I, I I don't know like I said we are not hair experts yeah. there I don't he, know what but he's got the the tight braids on his hair right now it makes him look like a um, Simpsons character <laughs> 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 he does you can go find it um, now let's wrap with some recruiting news Lance Ware. Announced his top five, Miami, Providence, Ohio State, Michigan, and Kentucky. Of course, Kentucky would be weird if we mentioned that, and Kentucky wasn't on the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Kentucky, the staff, uh, feels pretty good about him, and he, people, uh, often we spin it forward. The next guy, he might be a good candidate for maybe being one of the next guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if Lance Ware doesn't pick Kentucky. Um, and he hasn't. He has a. You might say that's weird because he's set actual dates at these other four schools and not Kentucky. But he did say he's going to visit Kentucky, and uh, yeah, I you know I'm just going to tell you I think they're probably the favorite there. I don't. Maybe somebody else will pop before he does, but I would my money right now if you're picking the next guy to commit to Kentucky would probably be him. Six nine from he goes to Camden in New Jersey. Uh, they've they've done pretty well out of Camden. Yeah, um, two fifteen. He's a four star guy, ranked in the top fifty, uh, number seven power forward. These are all two four seven uh, rankings and and numbers. So uh, you'll also notice with him and Cameron Fletcher, they're casting a wider net. Yeah, and they're going to take some of these you know twenty five to fifty guys in the rankings, whereas you know maybe before they're trying to get nothing but top twenty five guys for the most part. Um, they're going to need a bunch of players. This is going to be a big class numbers wise, and they're going to get some of these guys, and then they're going to, you know, try to hit home runs with Jalen Green and Josh Christopher. And if they get those two as well, then you've got, you know, you've got some guys that you would factor in as, you know, these are probably multiple year players, and then you've got the elite players. If they got Brandon Boston, Josh Christopher, and Jalen Green, they'd have three top ten players in the class, and then round it out with some other really good players in that next tier. Um, I I really like what they're doing in this class. I think it's going to be a, a, a really well-balanced group. Speaking of Jalen Green, he tweeted out, quoting his tweet here, For everybody wondering about my recruitment and when I'm going to commit, I'll be announcing my commitment on December 25th. 
crying laughing emoji, rock and roll pinky and index finger up emoji. That's why the 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 crying laughing emoji gives me some hope that he's kidding. Because what a horrible thing to do <laughs> to commit on Christmas Day. I mean, good grief. I mean, for one, like it's fine for fans and that's all, I guess it all that matters and it's a big day for him. He'll be together with family. So maybe that's why you do it on a holiday. But of all the holidays, Christmas day. Oh, like, because nobody can ignore that. Like, well, just have your story read. It's like a top five guy. I know. It's just, eh. (laughs) Christmas day ought to be off limits. For anything, anything that's going to create work for people. <laughs> and I know that I'm, this is very self-serving here, but like, good Lord, very Christmas fair. Day. Like, I just envision like Stroud and Elliot are for the first time, like actually like aware of their Christmas presents and able to like interact with them. And they're opening their big present. And it's like, Jalen Green commits to Kentucky. Stop the presses. I mean, because it, wherever he goes... Unless he goes where one of the other top four players is going, he, he's going to be the best player on the roster the next year. Like he, it's a huge story. He's a you know surefire lottery pick committing to a program. Memphis, it could be Memphis, you know, which is to me that's a huge story because if you follow up the Wiseman class where you were you know you got all these guys because of your connections to the AAU and high school program. Now you go get a guy out of California who who you're not connected to in your follow-up class. That's a huge story. And then if it's Kentucky, it's a big story because it ends this, you know, drought, the the infamous drought of no top five players picking Kentucky for, what, five years now, four or five years running. Um, he makes, I think, he helps make anybody he goes to a national title contender. It's just like such a huge story well, to break on Christmas Day. Yeah, but, I mean, he's setting it up. Red and green are Christmas colors. Like, he's giving you all the headlines. He's giving you half the work. Red and green? What does that mean? His last name is Green. Oh. Okay. UK fans are red with anger because Green picked Memphis. Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) Now Uh, UK fans will have a blue Christmas. Oh, boy. If whoever he doesn't pick, that's the headline. Oh, yeah, blue Christmas, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I hope he's kidding. But, you know... I, I think he's not kidding. The tweet's pinned. That think, means it's official. I think they're in good. They are in good shape with him. So we'll all be on Jalen Green watch on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again to Grassroots Pharmacy uh, for sponsoring this edition of the show. Please follow us on social media at Locked On UK on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast and share with somebody else who would enjoy. Follow me at Curtis Birch B U R C H. Follow Kyle. At Kyle Tucker underscore ATH. And read his work on The Athletic. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Talking to your mic. Check, baby, check, baby. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together we are... Oh, I brain farted.